I have a question. Are you mowing in the dark? Welcome back to the Mowing in the Dark podcast. I am your host, Aaron Sutter. Thank you for tuning in to another episode. Guys, we are going into a little bit of a heat wave here in Michigan. Uh, Most of the country, I guess, is under this heat wave, but um, we're not going to hit triple digits or anything. Uh, We're supposed to get up into the 90s, I think, tomorrow and maybe Thursday, Wednesday or Thursday. But otherwise, it's just going to be in the 80s, so it's not going to be bad here. I am really hoping that it stays dry and that it does get really hot and just sunny so the grass slows down because it is growing like crazy right now. Last week we had a bunch of rain so the chances of it slowing down by the time I need it to slow down which is next week is really slim but I'm hoping. The reason being is over Labor Day weekend, I'm going on a hike, my big hike, with my son Marcus and my dad. And so I'm hoping that things get dried out so I can get all the work done before the hike, Labor Day weekend. We're leaving early Saturday morning, like early, early, like 4.30, 5 o'clock in the morning. And we're driving six hours north across the Mackinac Bridge. So we're driving the entire state of Michigan, pretty much, um, north to the Pictured Rocks National Lakeshore. And uh, we're going up there. We're going to hike about 15, 20 miles, which doesn't sound like a lot. But when you don't hike a lot... That's a lot. And for my dad, he's never gone on a long hike before, so this is going to be really tough for him. But I think it's going to be really good for him. Um, He's been walking a lot. He's been walking with his pack a lot. So he's getting ready for the hike. But I would really like to get all my work done next week by the time that that comes around. So I'm really hoping... I can get all my work done. I'm going to try my best. My son Marcus does homeschool, so I can require him to come out and work with me if I need to, if I got to get caught up. I'm sorry, guys. I'm driving here, and there's this really junky car next to me with a really loud exhaust. Uh, Sorry about that. Wow. And we're going to be by them again. Oh, I hate that. Guys, This I do not like being in the city. I am not a city boy. Um, I would much rather live out in the country like my buddy Cameron Duncan. He lives out in the sticks. I would much rather live out in the sticks. Um, I'm basically doing everything in my life to stay out of the city. Uh, because it's just, it's horrible. I, I just hate being in the city. There's there's city it's like this guy who has to have his loud rice burnt rice burner exhaust and it's it's just 
I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying to call people idiots, but there are some people that live in the city that are just, as Stanley Dirt Monkey says, they're idiots, and and I would agree with that sentiment. They're not an idiot like a person. They're, they're not an idiot in their person, but there's some certain things they do that are just idiotic, and that's why I call them a idiot. So. I'm on a much quieter road now, so hopefully you can hear me much better. But today, I want to talk to you guys a little bit about what Cameron Duncan talked about on his podcast over on Lawn Care Life in Missouri podcast. If you haven't checked that podcast out yet, go over to the Lawn Care Life in Missouri podcast and check that out. You can find it basically everywhere. Um, it's a really good podcast. Cameron does a really good job of just talking about what he's going through and he kind of piggybacked an episode off one of my episodes and now I want to piggyback off the episode that he piggybacked off mine so because he got me thinking about something that he said and that is would I start a lawn care business in 2024 if I had to do it all over again and Guys, just just a little backstory. I started my lawn care business when I was working at a hospital doing phlebotomy that's drawing blood. And I just started my business part-time just so that I could make money to buy a pop-up camper. Right? That's how it, my business started. I wanted extra money, so I went out and got it. Uh, and I started with a push mower, a blower, a curve shaft trimmer, and a broom. And quickly grew up from there. Uh, from there, I moved up to a Toro Time Master 30-inch mower and a straight shaft trimmer and a handheld blower. So my little business, all in, I probably had like, I don't know, like maybe $1,500 into my business. Because when I started, I just started with the equipment that I had which was a really cheap push mower, a really cheap trimmer, and a broom that I already had. So um, I moved up quickly, and I took on a bunch of lawns that year. Not a ton, but uh, like 8 eight to 12, I think, somewhere in there. Maybe, I don't remember exactly, but that's how I started. Just very small and worked my way up, paying, paying mostly cash for equipment, I made some stupid decisions in there, but mostly cash for things, and um, I've just grown my business from there. And so if I were to do it all over again, I would not trade those early years for all the knowledge that I know now. If I were to start a lawn care business brand new in 2024, I think I would start it again, but I wouldn't be able to start it full time. I would just start it on the side and work nights and weekends to do the lawns with a push mower, trimmer, and a blower, and maybe a trailer. That's what I would do if I if I would start if I were to start over again in 2024. I would literally start over again at the beginning because I believe every business needs to earn its stripes. Now, 
knowing what I know now, would I go out and get a loan for a bigger mower? Maybe. It depends. Um, mowers are so expensive today. I think you could make a lot more money with a push mower, a trimmer, and a blower going into the city, which I don't, I don't like the city, but if I was going to start my business over again, I would go into my old neighborhood and knock on doors with a mower, trimmer, and blower. Just a push mower, trimmer, and blower. And I venture to say that I could get 20 to 25 lawns and be just as profitable, if not more profitable, with 25 lawns as I am today, percentage-wise. Not money-wise, but percentage-wise. And so would I start my business, my lawn care business over in 2024 if I were to start a new business then? Uh, like Cameron, I can't say that I would because I, I do see the value, because I do have a Ventrac now, I do see the value that the Ventrac brings um, and how much money I can earn with that machine. And so I'm not sure, like Cameron said in his podcast, I don't think I would start my business over again in 2024. But what I would do is save up money like crazy save up maybe a quarter of the money that I need would need for a Ventrac throw down for a loan on the Ventrac and start my a business doing driveway repairs and brush hogging because I'm telling you what guys there is money to be made out there driveway repairs I I just don't have time to do a lot of them. So I I don't advertise too much. Like I advertise maybe maybe I make one post in a couple of Facebook groups a, a month. Because I just don't have the time to to do a lot of driveway repairs. I've got two coming up this weekend. And they're big, like they're big driveway repairs. I got to do both on Saturday. So I, I have driveways to do, but I, it's hard to get to them because my lawn care business gets in the way. And I can tell you, I make, I make a lot more money profit-wise with the Ventrac than I do mowing lawns. Um, it's it's night and day difference. So I would probably go, as Cameron said, I would probably go the Ventrac route. Because knowing what I know now, with the business experience that I have now, I would start a new business just doing that type of work in 2024. Because people are willing to pay that money for those one-time jobs and that there's a lot of money there to be made and the barrier to entry is way higher than lawn care because as I said if I was going to start a lawn care business in 2024 
I would start with a push mower trimmer and a blower because it's a low barrier to entry. You can make profit quickly if you start small. So if I were to start small like that, I would charge 50 to $60 per lawn. Now in my area, in my area, there is very little chance that I would fill a mowing schedule having that price. Very little chance. Because my area, by and large, I mean, there's a few pockets of nicer homes, like $300,000 homes, but by and large, my area is depressed. Um, because we have the GM plants here. We have one, two GM plants, I think, now. We used to have four. They shut down two, and they, they go through layoffs every year. So I live in a very depressed area right now because there's just, there's people that are out of work, and there's, we have a lot of low income here. So for me to charge 50 to $60 per cut for a lawn in my area, people would think that is outrageous. Now there are some lawns that I can get that and I am charging that. But by and large, those are larger lawns and they take a longer amount of time. Most people don't have that disposable income. To pay that amount so either I would go out of business or I charge a lower amount per cut that's just the way it has to be and I know that's hard for some people to hear but your business is confined how however much you can charge is defined by your demographic in your area and Yes, you can raise your prices over time, which I have done. I've raised my prices 40% in the last three years. But I'm at the top of what I feel like I can charge. Because there's, it's just, it's a depressed area. So for me to, for, for me to listen to people tell me that Oh man, you should be charging $65, $75 a cut. I'm like, are you kidding me? Do you, you don't even know the lawns that I have in my area. You don't know the, the median income in my area. You know nothing about my area. Yet you're telling me, you're giving me advice that I need to charge $65 to $75 per cut. That's ridiculous. There are some people that's their that's their paycheck. Now, I, I kind of messed up there. That's not what I meant to say. What I meant to say is for some people, that's a day's wages. That's a day's wages. That's a lot of money. And so it 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 becomes really tough for people to to be able to pay that. 
Uh, let me put you on hold, guys, here. I'm back at the shop, and I got to back in. So what I was saying is, for a lot of people in my area, $75 is a day's wages. And it, I know that sounds really low, and that is really low. But that's what some people are making in my area per day. And so you guys got to understand your demographic don't just listen to any blow joe or joe schmo or whatever whoever you want to call him who says you got to raise your prices you got to raise your prices you got to raise your prices i agree that a lot of us devalue our services i i agree i did that for a long time and i think you should charge what you're worth within your area's median income and what kind of demographic, what kind of customer you have. I, I firmly believe that you should be charging what, what you feel you're worth. But what you feel you, you're worth may not be your perceived worth to those in your neighborhood. And so you have to walk that line so don't just go blindly into raising your prices. You know, I've heard it said on many podcasts, we got to raise our prices. We got to raise our prices. We got to raise our prices. Raise your prices. Get those prices up. You know, I get it. They, they want to elevate our industry. The problem is median income. What's the first thing people cut when push comes to shove with their finances, the first thing they cut is the guy cutting the lawn because that is something they can go out and buy a $300 push mower and do it themselves. Realize, please realize that your service, while it is necessary and it is needed in a lot of situations, there are a lot of people who don't realize yet that they could save a ton of money buy themselves a $300 push mower and spend an hour push mowing their lawn every week. They just haven't realized that paying you $300 a month, it, it, it feels a little different, right? When you pay $300 for a push mower that could last you four years if you take care of it or longer. And doing your lawn yourself, their lawn yourself, they just haven't realized that yet. And so there are some people out there that will eventually realize that. Understand that you are a luxury service and luxuries are things that people cut out of their budget when times get hard and times are getting hard because the economy is not doing well. I know we haven't felt it a ton. I mean, gas prices aren't as high as they were last year. But at the same time, steel prices are going up. And with steel prices go going up, equipment prices go up. And those equipment prices aren't going to come down. They're going to stay there. Why? Because companies are greedy. 
They are greedy. The price of steel could drop through the floor tomorrow. And these companies will still charge $15,000 for a stand-on mower. Because they can. Companies love when, when inflation goes up. Because then they can raise their prices. And then when inflation goes down, they don't lower their prices. They keep them the same. That increases their profit. You know it, because we do it too. We do it too. When inflation is high, we raise our prices. When inflation goes down, do we lower our prices? No, we keep them the same. Or we increase them. So, you got to just understand that eventually... You will price yourself out of every single customer if you raise your prices every single year. You will eventually price yourself out of that job, of that lawn, because you've raised your prices every year. That's just the that's the way it's going to work if we continue to raise our prices every single year. Now, Back to the question, would I start a lawn care business in 2024? The only way I would do it is if I went back to a push mower, trimmer, and blower and did very small lawns for the highest dollar that I could get. That's the way I would do it. Because that has the lowest amount of overhead and the largest amount of profit. That's the way I would do it. Because right now I'm running with my truck, trailer, mowers, all in. I'm running like a seventy dollars to $80,000 rig down the road. And that has to be paid for. That's a lot of overhead. And if you include my snowplow in that, now we're up to $90,000. Right? So now... We're way up there. And so you've got to understand that your profit percentage matters. That's why that's why you see um oh what's his name? Mike Andes. That's why he encourages people to use push mowers. Because it keeps your overhead low. And I would encourage you, if you can handle them, go with the commercial version of those mowers. Because they'll last longer than the residential stuff. But your profit margin matters. And you've got you've to understand that. That the smaller you are with the, the smallest equipment that you can, that you can afford, the higher your, your profit margin I mean, my my buddy Tony, Tony Rudolph, over there in Georgia, he has figured that out. He has figured that out. Why do I say that? Because he buys high-quality residential or uh, light commercial slash residential zero-turn mowers. They are much cheaper. 
They still last a long time. He still puts a lot of hours on them. They still cut grass. They still make tall grass short. But they cost a lot less. And he has figured this out. He makes a lot more profit by using lighter equipment. And I think if I was going to start a business again in 2024, I would keep my equipment small. Small equipment. I would, if I bought a zero turn, I would buy a high quality, light commercial or residential zero turn mower. And I would pick a size lawn that I want to do. And I would stick within that lawn size and just hammer at those particular clients and charge the highest rate that I possibly could and not lose them. Because right now we're being taxed into oblivion and everything else is up as well. Equipment's up. Uh, fuel's up, everything's up. And so you've got to charge as much as you can just to stay in business. I'm not saying price gouge your clients. I'm saying just to stay in business and make a profit. You've got you've to have high prices for the types of lawns that you've got. And that is going to make it hard to stay in business in this industry. It just is. But I I don't think I would start a lawn care business in 2024. Like I said earlier, I would look at something like a Ventrac or a tractor. I would bite the bullet, take the risk and go in on a tractor to do specifically driveway repairs because I love doing them. So that's what I that's where my mind is at. Uh, they're easy to do. They're easy hardly anywhere and tear on your body. You've got a high profit margin. There's gravel driveways everywhere. You can set up a maintenance program where you come in twice a year grade their driveway so it looks great and stays maintained you can charge two three hundred bucks for that and boom you've got that done and you've got that money coming in so that's where i would be if i were to start a business in 2024 i would take the risk and go in on a big big piece of equipment or if i was going to start a lawn care business like i said I would start really small. Push mower, trimmer, and blower. So guys, that's that's my answer to the question that Cameron Duncan asked on his podcast um, a couple episodes back now. Would he start a lawn care business? Would I start a lawn care business in 2024? So that's it for this episode, guys. Thanks for listening. I'm at home. I got to get inside. I'm hungry. I need to eat dinner and spend time with the family. So thanks for listening, and I will see you in the next episode.